Welcome to the Press Play Podcast, the only podcast that remember to write a script this week. I'm President Press Play, also known as Neil Flows, and I have some great news. Not today, but this week, I officially became single. And I'm single from a long-distance relationship. And a long-distance relationship is literally feeling like you're on punishment from someone else's house. There's no better way to describe it. And the reason why, you know, not to, you know, go into a lot of details. The reason why the um, relationship didn't last is because the communication was off. Like, horribly off. And it feels like, you know, it was a lot of money involved. And by a lot of money, I mean my money involved. But, you know, that's pretty much it. Um, But, you know, I'm glad I'm single now because now I get to finally... I don't got to feel liable to, like, send good morning texts or good morning calls and good night calls and all what you're doing. And, you know, and that already stopped, you know, a while ago because communication was already off. But, you know, now I feel like I don't got to be burdened. I don't got to send it with no response back to it now. So I'm actually feeling pretty good that, you know, I don't got to do it anymore. Um, also, I don't got to feel, you know, reliable to do all this, well, quote unquote, manly things all the time. Like, oh, you know, a real man's supposed to take care of his girl. A real man, no responsibility. No. I, I thoroughly refuse with that statement. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. But one thing I have noticed in, like, every relationship I've been in is that in every relationship that ended, a little bit of time passed, and they pop out with a new boyfriend who looked exactly like me. Like, exactly like me. If you throw a pair of glasses on somebody, exactly like me. Looks like me. Sound like me. They just don't got the same ambitions or not as many ambitions as me. But damn near just like me. And that's when I realized, you know, I am the goat of people. I am the goat of a boyfriend. I'm the perfect catch. Exactly. I can't think of a single person who ended up dating someone who doesn't look like me. I can't I, I can't think of a single ex who didn't end up dating someone who looks like me, acts like me, or sounds like me. Sometimes it's a combination of all three, but they just don't want to date me. But I'm still the GOAT because I apparently am the guideline to these people. And speaking of GOATs, I want to talk about the um, artist who placed number two in my top five. Because, you know, in episode three, I talked about the um, my number one favorite artist being Eminem. Um, I want to talk about the number two spot, which is super close to being like the number one spot. And that number one is Kendrick Lamar. Now, Kendrick is well gifted for like both his age range and like just the style of like how he was brought up in the industry he's in right now. Now, despite him not really... Well, he dropped Family Ties. Never mind. I was going to say, despite him not doing anything, but he dropped Family Ties, and he was on um, Baby Keem um, album a couple times. But as far as Kendrick, like, songs go, like, for, you know, just single songs and albums and even features, it's untouchable. He can't miss. He cannot miss. Everything is guaranteed gold when it comes to Kendrick. And, you know, a few like songs that I like from him like this is dating all the way back to um 
Good Kid, Mad City. Literally, the entire um, album from the very first song, Shireen, all the way to Real, is the best storytelling I've ever seen and heard. The absolute best in an album. It's an actual story here. That's why I like, for me, the uh, Good Kid, Mad City is one of those albums you can play forward to back, don't skip. And all the songs is like, you know the songs. Um, another one is, you know, Family Ties. And uh, I don't want to talk about just Family Ties, like his whole verse. It's a specific part in the verse which talks about, uh, what was that? I think it was like religion, uh, the era he brought up in as far as like what he was listening to. It, it was a lie. It was like... Uh, I'm the 70, wait, I forgot how it goes, but it was, it was that line, the guns and the melody, man, that, that whole part of the song is just, like, it's, it's multiple meanings to a, um, song, it's multiple meanings in, like, just that one line, and it's, 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 like, amazing to me, and that's from, uh, Family Ties, go back and listen to that verse, because even, like, in the beginning, like, you can't tell me you don't want to know even, like, repeat the smoking on your top five, two, nine, two, nine. You can't tell me no one just don't repeat that. I repeat that, like, in my head at this point. Smoking on your top five, two, nine, two, nine. Man, you know? <laughs> and another song, which is going to lead to um another topic. Uh, another another song on the, um, the Pimp a Butterfly um, album is You. Where he talks on something that um, me and Picasso was talking about um, a little bit ago. About how uh, a lot of artists don't like pay attention to mental health. Like their own mental health. Because they want to you know, they want to put on a good performance for the fans and everything. Which is all good and everything. But this song right here specifically plays into Kendrick's like mental state. The act of like, oh, are you okay? Are you okay? You good? You know, it's just one of those things you had to, like, sit down and question and think about. And it's another song that um kind of touches on that. But I'm going to talk about that later. It's not by Kendrick Lamar. It's by, like, another artist that's in my top five. But, uh, yeah, it's the song You, which is just the letter U on the Pimp a Butterfly. It's, 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 it's kind of like a change. As far as like how the um how his album was going, but slightly because you know at the end it was like the um interlude at the end of his songs, a couple a couple of them saying like uh you used to be conflicted, misusing your influences, and I feel like that's what it kind of ties into a little bit, but then it ties out a little bit, you know. But um, speaking of the whole you and the mental health thing, how is your mental health? How are you doing today? Do you drink enough water? You know, if you don't drink enough water, your pee will literally turn black. And if it turns black, either write your wheel or you better go to uh, the hospital immediately. So, yeah, make sure you drink water. Um, eat a fruit. Once a day, at least once every two days, eat a fruit. Because the worst thing you want to catch, well, not the worst thing, but... You don't want your teeth to fall out, you know? Fuck around to catch the scurvy. You don't want that to happen. 
So make sure you eat some fruit. Um, and chill for like an hour. But like awake. Chill for an hour. Just relax a little bit, you know? There's no, there's no need to, you know, overly stress yourself out. So just take an hour. Chill out. Before this podcast, after the podcast. Just chill out. Put the phone down for a little bit. Um, do something that makes you happy. And by something that makes you happy, do not lean on a drug. <laughs> is what I want to kind of like focal, focal on, focus on. Don't lean on a drug. The worst thing you can do is lean on a bad habit for your mental health. Because that will alter your mood drastically. That's why I cut back on a lot of drinking, a lot of smoking. I cut all the way back on those. When, you know, I feel like I need to get my mental health in check. Like, act like you're training for a drug test. You know, don't, like, take three days off of whatever you've been doing. Whether it be smoking or drinking or popping a pill or whatever. Take at least three days off of it and see how else you can function besides that. And another thing is, you know, just try to do something to ease your mind. That don't require a drug. Just ease your mind in some kind of way. What I've been doing to ease my mind is just playing the game. Literally before I got to do anything. I just play the game for like about, I don't know, an hour, two hours, something like that. I just turn the game on. I just relax for a little bit. And that's been helping me like a whole lot. And uh, this kind of ties into what I've been doing recently. So last week, last podcast, I was saying I was going to be live streaming on Friday. What I didn't know was I was going to be live streaming every day starting Friday because I've been live streaming a whole lot. Just straight to the YouTube channel, um, the Neo Flow channel. You just type, type in NEO F-L-O-W-S on YouTube. I'll probably pop up. I've been playing a lot of Days Gone. And, you know, Days Gone is... I didn't. I don't know how long that game is. I'm just going through it to go through it. Uh, I'm doing a few story missions, a few side missions. You know, feel free to pop by. Or just watch some of the um, old videos I already have up. It's about an hour to two hours long. Like, each time. It's just because that's when I turn the game on and I just start live streaming. That's what, you know, goes on. But, um, besides that... Yeah, I've just been, you know... Doing live streaming every day starting Fridays. I'm going to try and see if I can do something on Facebook sometime. But, you know, I'm not going to hold my breath to it yet. Um, and while I'm in the game era, because, you know, I want to also talk about games on this podcast too. Uh, I want to announce a few games that's coming out if you have PlayStation Plus for March. So, I think these games are coming out tomorrow, Tuesday. What is it going to be? Tuesday the 8th. So, a few games that's coming out is Ghost of Tsushima, or Tsushima, I don't know how to pronounce it, but that game, Ghost of Tsushima, is coming out Tuesday, which is a huge hype game about, you know, samurais and, you know, ninja fighting in Japan. Um, Sonic Team Racing is also coming out, Ark Survival Evolved, and if you have a PS5, so, like, the probably, like, 200 people that have the PS5, Ghost Runner is also coming out. And I have no idea what that game is about. I don't know what, like, 
argues about either. I've been hearing people be like, you know, talk about it, play it a little bit, but I don't know. I haven't really gotten into it. But yeah, you know, we got Sonic Team Racing on there too. I might check that out. Um, yeah, that's everything for PlayStation Plus. Now for Xbox, now I don't know literally anything about these games. I don't even know anything about the Xbox because, you know, I'm strictly a PlayStation kind of person. But um, the free Xbox games that's coming out this month is The Flame and the Flood, SpongeBob Truth or Square, Street Power Soccer, and Sacred 2 Fallen Angel. Those games are coming out this month of March. Um, out of the games for the um, PlayStation, I'm probably going to download Ghost of Tsushima and Sonic Racing, honestly. Those sound like the best games to download and just enjoy currently. Um, something else I'm going to get into is, well, something else I'm going to talk about is, you know, from games I played, this is game recommendations. So, if you want a fun game to play, I recommend playing Rayman Legends. It's up to like four people. But, I have a better game that's for co-op. You know, for like, I think, yeah, this only goes for like two people. And the game is called A Way Out, which is just a prison break game. Well, it starts as a prison break game. It also evolves way faster from there. But, you know, I'm not going to spoil anything. Um, a sh shooter game that I recommend is Bioshock. Any like either one, two, or infinite. Those games are actually pretty fun. And um, a game. Well, this is the topic that I want to talk about. The why am I always dying portion. A game that you're probably going to keep dying in, but you can change the outcome eventually. And that game is Days Gone, which is what I'm live streaming. And Days Gone, it's a whole, like, horde of zombies. I, it's an episode out already about it. It's a whole swarm of zombies that you just got to think of a way to kill. Now, I started with a small swarm compared to how, like, the game trailers is. I don't know how big the swarms get, but I know I definitely wasn't able to control how the swarm was already. So, I just kept dying. Um, something else I want to mention. Uh... Live action video games are getting better. Significantly better. The Sonic movie, the Sonic movie 1 that came out did great. Sonic 2 is coming out. Coming out. And it's already been greenlit for Sonic 3. Amazing to me. Also, the um, Uncharted movie, I haven't seen it yet. But... I'm already willing to bet it's already pretty good. Uh, one of my close friends had already seen the movie, and he says it's pretty good, which is, you know, not terrible. So I'm definitely, you know, down to see it because movie game, well, video game movies starting off didn't have a good rep. It was terrible. But now it's kind of like it's switched a little bit. So now it's at the point where it's like, um, Movie-based video games are terrible. Like, eh, I won't say. Well, yeah, I'll say terrible. It's terrible to the point where, you know, it's like not only is it inaccurate, but it's also just not that good to play. 
broken a little bit because they're trying to push it out while the hype of the movie is out. Which is, you know, not a good thing to do. Um, oh yeah, another movie you wanted to talk about, which is, I guess is related to video games. Well, it is related to video games. It's Wreck-It Ralph, the first one though. Wreck-It Ralph, the original, is, I think it's the turning point from when video game movies were becoming great. But I'm have uh I'm gonna see if I can have a um question in the poll. Do you think that video games should have a counter? Like, you know, with um let's say an old Mario game or something. Like, you know, a counter. Or like a better more fresh example, doing the um what is it? Crash Bandicoot. When you have, like, a death counter, you know, you go from, like, five lives all the way down to zero. Do you think games should have that, or should they just have unlimited lives? Because the counter makes you want to, like, you know, learn from your mistake, try a little bit better. But I feel like the ultimate lives are just to have more fun with the game. Which, you know, both are cool. But, you know, do you want to get good at the game, or do you just want to play the game? That's kind of, like, the um thing with it. So, the question is... Lives and video games, should it be a counter or should it be unlimited? I honestly say unlimited for like a lot of games. Just because, you know, eventually if you keep dying, you're going to, you know, want to try and get better eventually or try a new like strategy out. And if you run out of lives, you got to start all the way back to the beginning of the level instead of like at the checkpoint. So I definitely am on the side of um, unlimited. But, you know, some people might think differently. Some people might play the game more seriously if it was a counter. But, yeah, that's all the time I got for it on today's podcast. A few things I just want to announce before I end today's podcast. Um, the pre- Play Fusions, the drinks that, I've been, that I talked about last week episode. Yeah, those are starting to become like full production, ready to be sold. Um, I'm going to see if I can try and have a menu kind of thing out already but you know if not if i can't then i don't know just um you can message me on like one of my social media platforms for sure and then just ask for like a bottle they go for like they range from five to 25 dollars per bottle and it's like four ounces so i can definitely do like a delivery for them um something else i want to mention is the um twitter I feel like I'm starting to get a little more active on Twitter, like more and more each day. So that is now turning to be a platform for me to just, you know, hop on and be able to live stream and, you know, reach out to like a whole bunch of new people, audience related. Um, The Neo Flow channel. So the Neo Flow channel is, you know, of course, going to be, you know, back to being revived. I'm still going to work on the Press Play channel a little bit. I got a few plans. The, the Press Play channel is more like um, a project-based channel. You know, I upload my biggest projects on there. But as far as, like, games and, like, some music, I'm just going to stick to the Neo Flow channel, which is, you know, my own personal one. Um, And as far as live streams go, I'm still working on, like, um... A time schedule because right now it's all pretty sporadic but that's because I know it's just gonna be uploaded as like you know an actual video after I finish recording 
but I'm still working on it to the point where I'm just messing around currently. I'm just trying to see um, a good time frame to be playing it in. Because it's still going to be a lot of just being sporadic, but currently on YouTube, for for, for YouTube at least, it's going to be sporadic. But when I start migrating over to Twitch, that's when I'm going to probably have the um, a schedule laid out. At least a time frame, if I'm not doing like certain days, at least a time frame. But yeah, that's all I wanted to say on today's podcast. I hope you guys have a great day. Don't forget to drink water, eat fruit. And smile a little bit, even if you got to fake it. All right, have a good day.